0: everybody, welcome to the New Market Alliance Church Podcast. For more information on the vision, programs, and news of our church, be sure to check us out at www.newmarketalliance.ca. We'd like to encourage you as well that no podcast, no matter how good, can substitute for the experience of joining together in person at a worship celebration. That's where God really meets people, often through the love and ministry of others. At NAC, we meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. Now let's join this week's teaching. Let me tell you a little about about today. Is um, I uh, my role today? I thought was I'm going to <clears throat> MC today, do the announcements, and uh, easy day for Johnny. I might even sleep in. And then uh, Derek asked if I would sit in the band, and I missed it so much. I miss playing guitar, and I said, "Yeah, I'd love to sit in the band, but I've got the I've got the sermon covered." Uh, the 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 brilliant and articulate uh, Steve Briggs, who uses bigger words than all of us put together, was was ready with a real I think a real dynamic message today. And uh, Steve is at home. With severe laryngitis and pink eye, and uh, he's in a bad sh- shape right now. And he did warn me on Thursday, and um, I thought, you know, he'll be fine by Sunday. <laughs> so when he told me at four o'clock yesterday that this is not going to change, uh, I thought maybe I'll just um, come up with a little something. So my worry is that this will be. The- you know the best thing I've ever done, <laughs> and um, it's going to be shortish. But before you put on the verse, Liz, let's just see how many can fill in the blanks from this famous verse from Isaiah nine verse six that we have been basing this Advent series on. I'll I'll put the you when you fill in the blank, okay? Unto us a child is, good. unto us a son is, is. and the government shall be upon his, and he will be called wonderful, mighty, everlasting, prince of, that's very good, that's very good, you can put that verse on. If you've ever had a father, raise your hand, I think that's almost 100%. Of course, we have. And so here's Jesus revealed to us as another father in our life. And I don't pretend to understand all the nuance of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But clearly, according to prophecy and scripture, there are aspects of Jesus' character that are fatherly, perfectly so. Now... You know, maybe even just that word, father, elicits something in you. Memories, uh, emotions begin to stir. Maybe memories and images of your earthly father was fantastic. Maybe dad was great. And when you think about him, you've got great memories. I can tell you this, as a father myself, and I think I speak for all the dads here, it's not easy being a dad. And we are far from perfect. And we make our share of mistakes. And if you grow up and you look back on your father and you have memories that are good ones, I'd say be be thankful. Be thankful. But the reality is, not all of us have those kinds of memories of our father. So when, when we think about a father, be it good, but he's still far from perfect, or be it painful, memories, what we tend to do, we tend to project the image of our earthly father onto our everlasting father. We, we look at our everlasting father through the lens of our earthly father. It just, it just happens naturally. We believe that Jesus, our everlasting father, is just like our dad. And as a father, You know, man, what scares me is that as I blow it with my kids, (laughs) you know, thinking they'll think that Jesus is just like dad, and maybe there'll be some good aspects that they'll connect with Jesus, but boy, I hate to think the full picture of God would come from a broken guy like me. So if we look at Jesus, our everlasting father, through that lens, we just... You know, we may see a father who, who's never satisfied. Um, you may have, have never heard the words, I love you and I'm proud of you. Um, you, you may have longed for that kind of acceptance and his affirmation, and it just was never there. You know, if Steve were here this morning, I know a bit about what he was going to talk about and some of the complicated memories, good memories, painful memories about his own dad. I know if we were to pass the mic around, we could we could share that. And some of you know what it means to have to perform for your dad. Um, maybe you even went to the point of rebellion to get dad's attention. And now we've taken that same perspective and we bring it into our relationship with Christ and we don't we don't really believe that Christ is truly satisfied with us so we try we try to do what we can to get his attention to get him to love us maybe because we think he's absent so we have to rebel to get his attention not not only may we see a father who's never satisfied we might see a father who's always angry. Maybe when dad came home from work, it was like you had to walk on eggshells and you kind of had to whisper because at any moment, he could just fly off the handle. Maybe your dad said words to you like, you're never going to amount to anything. Um, You're a loser. You're a mistake. And it just ripped you up inside. And now here you are, a successful adult, some 30, 40 years later, but the, they, that haunts you. You feel those words have stuck to your identity somehow. You know, statistics alone would tell me that there are some sitting in this room today that not only have experienced very painful words and anger from their earthly father, but actually experienced abuse, a violation even of their innocence from the one who was supposed to protect you. And if that's been your journey, and you look through that prism or perspective to Jesus, the everlasting Father, and you find that confusing, to say the least, I I can't blame you. And I'm so sorry that that happened to you. For many of us, we may see a father who was seldom there. You know, maybe as a child you grew up uh, a product of divorce. And all of a sudden, dad who was there is now not there, or seldom there. And he missed your first soccer goal. And he, he wasn't there to sit on your bed and put his arm around you when you were crying, when you had your heart broken for the first time. We've all got our own story, but just for a second, just for a second, uh, would you lay that down And let's give Jesus, our everlasting Father, the opportunity to reveal who he really is. And just for a second, let's not look at him through the lens of our earthly father. Let's do this. Let's look at him through this, if this is a Bible, through the lens of of Scripture. And... uh, you're going to see an everlasting father maybe like you haven't seen him before. Because when we look at Jesus, our everlasting father, through the lens of Scripture, we're going to see an everlasting father who is compassionate. Listen to what Psalm 103 says. This is our everlasting father. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love. Did you hear that? He's slow to anger. He's compassionate. He's actually abounding in love. And maybe you would just get a Holy Spirit epiphany this morning and come to the realization that there is nothing you can do. Zilch. Zero. Nothing that you can do to earn God's love. Nothing. And many of you are sitting here today and you've had to perform Maybe for your dad, maybe for other people, and you've performed because you didn't believe people accepted you. You've taken that same approach maybe into your relationship with Christ. So you go to church, you read the Bible, you pray, not really because you're overwhelmed with the grace of God in your life, but because you feel like you have to do these things. Um, You feel like God doesn't really accept you or love you for who you are. Listen, He is compassionate. And I want the words of Jesus to speak to you. Check this out. He says to those of us who are trying to perform, to earn God's love, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you, what does he say? Rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Stop trying to earn love this morning. It's it's exhausting. Isn't it? It's exhausting. Live a life that glorifies God, but stop trying to do everything perfectly because you think God doesn't accept you. You are accepted. He accepts you. God cannot love you any more or any less than he already does. So just rest. Just rest. I want to tell you something else, and listen to me. God is not angry at you, okay? He will never abuse you. Let me read this, and may you somehow supernaturally internalize this and feel this and believe this, because this is truth. He says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I know the plans I have for you, Paul know the plans I have for you, Andrew. I know the plans I have for you, Jeremy. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. If there's, if there's one thing you get out of this today, please get this. Jesus, your everlasting father, is compassionate. He cares for you. His plans are to give you a hope and a future to prosper you. He's not angry with you. He is satisfied with you. He loves you. He loves you. And maybe right now life has dealt you a a blow. You're in pain. I'm going to tell you what, though. When you go running, when you jump into the arms of this everlasting father, he's going to whisper in your ear, and he's going to pray for you and he's going to calm you and he's going to give you his peace and he will hold you and he'll never ever let you go never 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 so instead of trying to explain the theology of this of this perfect spiritual father that we have jesus instead told a story and he told it to a crowd largely made up of people who looked at god as mighty yes perfect sure holy certainly but not intimate or tender not someone who would who you'd run to and jump in their arms not somebody you would call abba daddy certainly not someone who would see his rebellious child from a ways off and run after them so jesus tells a story to help us understand the heart of a perfect Heavenly Father. And it started like this. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. Heavenly Father. Even though, you know, I have such great memories of my dad, such great relationship to this day, but it was imperfect. It was imperfect. And I have a perfect Heavenly Father who will never leave me or forsake me, and I'm thankful for that. And you need to know that today. I want to thank you for coming to church. So now in your places of work and play and rest, will you now go be the church? God bless you.